0: Welcome to We On Fire Sports Podcast, providing fire takes and analysis on sports topics. We have some guests providing their thoughts across the sport landscape. No narratives here. Straight talk. No chaser. We on Fire Sports Podcast. on fire sports podcast man man welcome to episode number 33 we back man it's been a lot going on in the sport landscape man we're gonna walk through that journey once again i appreciate everybody for listening man in this episode man i'm gonna hold the whole deck down dolo man in this episode man we're gonna get into the los angeles lakers man the lakers man they've officially hit skid row those who ever visited Los Angeles before Understands what Skid Row is, man Man, oh man So we definitely gonna get into that Man, we got MLB, Major League Baseball, man Currently in a lockout, man Rob Manfred, the commissioner of Major League Baseball is in a pickle right now with the players, man it's, Man, it's looking, looking real, real not good out here, man So we definitely gonna get into that Got a couple players coming back soon from the injury bug across the nba man mr markel folks of the lando magic came back playing his first game in over a year since the knee injury you know we like to shout out our you know players who come back from injury man down that long long road um so definitely we got a hot one out here man today once again i appreciate everybody for listening we definitely gonna dive into the nba on this episode touch a couple other topics and subjects once again man i appreciate everybody for listening let's go ahead and kick it off man we on Fire sports podcast 5 Sports Podcast. Man, the NBA season, man, we've moved on from the All-Star break. Notice a lot of teams, man, and players and organizations definitely needed that break off. Man, it was a nice little nice little break from competitive action in the NBA, but now the NBA is back as we're officially in the stretch run or what most consider the second half of the NBA season. And there's a Glaring story out there, man, that I've touched on this podcast several times, several times over and over again is the state of the Los Angeles Lakers. Woo, man, boy, boy, oh boy. Los Angeles Lakers, man, looks like, as I'm going to quote the great actor Samuel L. Jackson, they have officially slid down a razor blade into an alcohol river. If those don't those of you who don't know that quote that quote comes from the movie juice back in 1992 starring tupac shakur a coast uh, cast of characters in that movie a great movie by the way including samuel L. jackson and basically what that means is is that things are getting worse and worse and worse by the day as the los angeles lakers man Ooh, boy, it's been an ordeal. LeBron James over the All-Star break. He's came out. And we gave a shout-out to the GM, Sam Presti, of the Oklahoma City Thunder. Committed him for a great job he's been doing there out in Oklahoma City. No NBA titles, by the way. Did a great job of drafting. Drafted three MVPs, Kevin Durant, James Harden, Russell Westbrook, Serge Ibaka. Reggie Jackson, currently of the Los Angeles Clippers. And all of that, Paul George, they got a short stint there. And all of that, no NBA champions, championships. And I was asking myself, like, man, why is he bringing up Sam Presti? And then I hear reports of an anonymous GM across the NBA stated that he wanted Sam Presti to be the GM of the Los Angeles. And man, man, oh, man, I'm going to start this off, man, by first saying that me, I'm not one of those who who love what we call the participation trophy situation. You know, I believe sports is a microcosm of life in itself. Hard work pays off. Being accountable pays off. And I'm going to say that boldly because I'm a little perturbed with the whole situation in Los Angeles with the Lakers, man. I'm really perturbed. And it really starts with Mr. LeBron James, because what I'm trying to figure out here is this, you know, the Los Angeles Lakers and Jeannie Buss and the current GM Rob Palenka, you know, they attempted to try to make this team, uh, you know, a good team coming into this season. They made, you know, a couple phone calls, man. They had a couple trades on the um, trades on the table, but it appears that Mr. LeBron James in concert with Anthony Davis, wanted badly to bring in Russell Westbrook and it's not working now some look at Russell Westbrook as an escape goat in this situation I mean he's definitely culpable but let me put this out here for a bit and I don't want LeBron fans to come jump out at me the only thing that I say about this is look at the fan this guy is one of the worst defensive players in the National Basketball Association, I mean, just look at the film when you watch him play. This guy makes no effort defensively at all. And the Lakers' biggest problem is defense. I mean, they're giving up 120 points per game, basically. I mean, they just gave up 100—was 100, that 123 points—to the New Orleans Pelicans out in Los Angeles. And the fans begin to boo. And so I'm hearing all these talking heads, man, on television, man, all the big time sports networks. I'm not gonna name them, y'all know who they are. Saying that the fans had the audacity to boo LeBron James. And I'm like, man, last time I checked, LeBron James plays for the Los Angeles Lakers. He doesn't play for the Cleveland Cavaliers. He doesn't play for the Sacramento Kings. He's not in a small market anywhere. These with a franchise that have won the second most world championships in the history of the sport. They've had more big-time Hall of Famers than any other franchise other than the Boston Celtics in the history of the sport. They, at the end of the day, the Lakers fans, and they pay a good good high price money to sit down and watch these games they reserve every single right to boo not only the lakers product on the floor but absolutely lebron james from a standpoint of this people say oh well he's averaging 29 points a game the guy is playing no defense at all and i'm gonna call it straight because you know people will say well you know you know, I'm a LeBron hater. This podcast is a LeBron hater. No, this podcast is straight talk, no chaser, man. We keep it 100 here. And when I see a guy that does not play any defense, which that is contagious to the rest of your ball club, you're going to get this. Yeah, you're averaging 29 points a game, but you're not equating that to winning on both sides of the basketball. And this is a big-time league, man. It's a league full of some of the greatest athletes in the world, big-time competition, Not only do you guys have a target on your back because you are the Los Angeles Lakers. So you're gonna get the best of every ball club, man, that come out to Hollywood and play you guys, either at home or even on the road. So it's definitely something that, you know, I had to spit some game on, man, and chop it up in regards, because I'm just tired of seeing this, man. I'm just tired of seeing the excuses. At the end of the day, LeBron is an older player. They made an ill decision in bringing in Russell Westbrook. Rob Palenka is definitely complicit in that. So is Jeannie. Uh, uh, so as Jeannie Buss is also in the rest of the Lakers organization. Because people who understand basketball at the beginning of the year, when you brought in the Carmelo Anthony's of the world and, and, uh, and other roster moves, is that you have a very old basketball team and your best player, which is LeBron James, if he doesn't set the tone defensively, you guys are going to just be on, be in a tough situation defensively the entire season. I said it on this podcast at the beginning of the NBA season. So this is not about me being right. It's just me just understanding the game of basketball and knowing what I'm seeing. And there's a real distinct possibility that this ball club will not make the playoffs. That is not a given. And so I wish him luck. You know, I definitely want to see them in a situation where they may be able to pick up the pieces and get it together. You know, I would commend it if I see it. But right now, I don't see it. You know, a lot of people got, you know, Frank Vogel, the head coach of Los Angeles, Lakers head on the guillotine right now. But I don't think it's 100% his fault. I think it's a collective effort. We'll definitely see how this situation unfolds for the rest of the season coming down the stretch. But we Definitely had to get it in on this topic. So we'll see, man. Definitely going to be on top of it, man, and see exactly what's going on for the rest of the season because I'm not going to hold no punches. You know, you got this guy out here saying he's the best player of all time, guarding one through five. And I can literally watch the last two basketball games that this man has played in. And I've counted double digits to where he just simply missed his assignment, didn't care about the assignment, just paid what we consider laissez-faire defense Totally. And I'm just tired. I'm just tired of hearing it from this guy. So, we'll see how it unfolds, man. Definitely going to chop some more game as this situation unfolds a little bit more. But we on 5 sports podcast. We on 5 Sports Podcast. Man, you know, we had the recent trade man of James Harden from the Brooklyn Nets to the Philadelphia 76ers. As, man, we had a big shakeup in the NBA with that deal, sending Ben Simmons and Andre Drummond and Seth Curry, man, to the Brooklyn Nets. Also, two shout-out to Paul Millsap, who went uh, to uh, Philadelphia in that deal. And we got a chance to see James Harden out there on the floor, man, with his new team, rocking his new number, number one for the Philadelphia 76ers. And him and Joel Embiid, I'm not going to lie, they look real good together. I mean, real good together. But to me, it's not really a surprise. I mean, they're two all-star players, man, two guys that, you know, James Harden, the former MVP in this league. Joel Embiid, it appears he's going to be an MVP maybe this year, but it's definitely going to be, if not this year, sometime definitely in the near future, especially if he stays healthy for the 76 So those two players, I'm definitely wasn't really surprised that they came out and played well. Played well. I mean, also, too, they were playing the New York Knicks. And I don't want Knicks fans to come after me or nothing like that, man. But It's been a long year up in New York, man. And me being a Chicago Bulls fan... You know, we've had our past robberies back in back in the Patrick Ewan-Michael Jordan years. But I want New York, and I want the Knicks, man. I have a good ball club, man. I ain't got no animosity with the Knicks. And definitely, I think that Tom Thibodeau, Thibodeau is one of the best coaches in the National Basketball Association from just a grit standpoint, preparation standpoint. But I don't see this team going nowhere. I mean, it's just a mis- uh, misfit parts on this ball team, man. It's just a ball team with a bunch of spare parts. We obviously had the injury to derrick rose it appears he's gonna have another surgery on the ankle man shout out to d rose i hope you come back soon but i say all that to say this is that definitely it was a big time win for the 76ers man as they went to town on the knicks and boy didn't beat and hardly look good but we're gonna see when the real basketball games begin and that's the playoffs and to me for philadelphia They whole goal with Doc Rivers and company, man, trying to make the NBA Finals and hopefully win a NBA championship. And we'll see. But to me, I'm still a little skeptical. A little bit skeptical as we speak here now. And the only reason why is that definitely I want to see them against the elite teams in the league. I definitely want to see how the rest of the ball club comes through and play. You know, I've been watching them carefully, man. Tobias Harris, to me, I think he's a big question mark for them from a standpoint of just understanding his role now since James Harden's in town. You know, he's the number two guy, man, while Ben Simmons was in his sabbatical, mental health sabbatical. And so now he's clearly the number three guy there. So we'll see how the rest of the parts of the Philadelphia 76ers come into place as they play pretty much some real teams throughout the stretch of the rest of the final parts of the regular season and going into the playoffs. But I ain't gonna lie, they look good. But the verdict is still out on them, man. We'll definitely see how they uh, move forward towards the end of the season, Doc Rivers and company, see if they can uh, absolutely come out of the East and get to the the NBA Finals this season. So we'll definitely see. Another situation I saw, and these are two young players, man, that's bounced back. Appears that they're bouncing back from injury. One of these guys was the number one pick in the NBA draft a couple seasons ago. And that's Markel Folks of the Orlando Magic, formerly of the Philadelphia 76ers. A lot of people, man, it's been, been a crazy, crazy adventure, a wild, wild adventure for him so far, being an NBA player with various injuries. You know, we had the shoulder injury where the man just couldn't shoot no more for some reason. Then he went down to Orlando, and the kid was playing some good basketball before he blew out his knee last season. So it appears he's back with the Orlando Magic, man. It's always good to see players come back, especially a player like him from a standpoint of a lot of people putting that four letter word out here on the streets on him. We all know it. Bust. But I'm not quickly gonna say that Marquette folks is a bust just yet. We'll see. I mean, these in this next little stretch, you know, of his career, and Orlando committed to him. They re-signed him, gave him a nice little, nice little chunk of change down here, so it, down there. So it appears that they're confident that this young man, he's still a young basketball player. I think folks maybe 23, 24 years old, still a young guy, man, out here. So, definitely wanna shout out him, man, coming back. Definitely, we hope, you know, he can get that bus tag off of him. Play some real basketball there down in Orlando, man. Because Orlando, they have some good young players, man. But they're definitely in a situation where they're trying to find their identity. So, we'll see. Another youngin' Looks like coming back. It's going to be young Michael Porter Jr., man, of the Denver Nuggets, man. Michael Porter Jr., another guy that Denver... They extended. They broke some big boy bread off to him. And he was playing good basketball last season. Man, this guy, you know, he's former number one player in the country coming out of high school, University of Missouri. Had some back injuries there. Only played three ball games, man. Back injury. Followed him into the NBA. He was able to bounce back last year, but, you know, had another back injury. And he's been out for many minute. And so, it appears he's been cleared, man, for on-court duties and activities, man, back with the team, man. They're definitely going to need Michael Porter Jr., man, if they trying to get deep into the playoffs. Because the West is no joke, so we'll see how that unfolds. But that's basically my quick look across the National Basketball Association, man. A couple of little things I definitely wanted to get into. We're going to be on top of all things NBA, man, for the rest of the season, man. I appreciate you guys for listening. We on 5 Sports Podcast. 5 Sports Podcast the NBA is going into the final stretch of the season we didn't got past the all star break teams are jockeying for position in the playoffs and you know I had to break down the MVP race in the NBA right now as we stand right now and you know the race has been fluid man each and every week I swear it feels like it's another player that's at the top or the favorite for the MVP of the league. And it's been straight back and forth like tennis, man, for the award as, to me, we got three standouts. Three standouts. And so no disrespect to Nikolai Jokic for the Denver Nuggets. One of my favorite players in the league. I'm a huge, huge fan of Jokic, man. I just think he put in work every single night. Definitely one of the best passing centers I've never seen. I mean, it just fills up a stat sheet, man. And he got Denver in contention, man. They've been having some big-time injuries, man, to Murray, as well as uh, Michael Porter Jr. So, definitely... Didn't make quite the cut, man, but he in my top five, man, Jokic. And then, I have Luka Magic, Luka Doncic from the Dallas Mavericks. I mean, this guy's been lighting it up ever since the Prazingis trade. He's been lighting it up for Dallas. Dallas is one of the nice teams to watch in the NBA, man, if you haven't checked them out. They play good defense. They got a versatile ball club. You know, the the trade with Zingers, they brought in some players, some different players, man. And, you know, it's a situation where, man, they're keeping it moving right now. Shout out to Jason Kidd and company, man. And Spencer Dembwitty came in since the trade had been putting in work. So, nice little situation for them down in Dallas. We'll see how they do for the rest of the season. But it's three at the top, man. And these three guys, man, first we got the big man in Philly, man. You know, Philly has had a history of good big man, man, from Moses Malone to Will Chamberlain, man. They've had some good big man. Shout out to the Dikembe Mutombo. And Joel Embiid is the new version, man. And this guy's been putting in work, straight work. Before the Harden trade, after the Harden trade, I mean... Embiid right now, man, averaging 29, 11, and four assists. I mean, at the top of one of the league, leaders, leading the league in scoring. I mean, big man averaging 30, man. This is a big guy that a lot of traditional you know, basketball heads out here, man, been waiting on the big man to just come through and put in work. And he's on pace to win a scoring championship, man, the first time since Shaquille O'Neal in 2000. Come on, man. 22 years, man, since the senator led the league in scoring, man. Come on, man. Definitely the game has changed. My number two position, man, I got. And this was a toughie. But I'm going to go with Ja Morant. And it's not a toughie because of Ja Morant. It's a toughie because of the third gentleman on this list. But Ja Morant, man, been putting in work this year, man. Memphis got... Top three record in, in the NBA overall, man. Shout out to the uh, Taylor Jenkins, man, the head coach of the Memphis Grizzlies. This guy does not get enough credit for how he coaches his all club, man. I mean, these guys, man, are versatile, young, athletic, and hungry all at the same time. Ja Avington pretty much about right on the 28 a game, man, five boys, six assists a night. And a lot of people just forgot about young Dylan Brooks. Led the team in field goal attempts Before he got injured man So hopefully he'll be back actually uh, For the playoffs for them Definitely think they gonna need him Try to get into where they wanna get to In the Western Conference And this third gentleman Fresh off the record breaking Well record breaking 30 points a pop 35 man and what 7-8 consecutive games man Mr. DeMar DeRozan for the Chicago Bulls. Yeah, I'm going to put it out there. Definitely my Chicago Bulls. Averaging 28, a clip, five Bulls, five assists. Bulls, man, been a big surprise for a lot of people across the NBA. But you heard it on this podcast first. I was very high on the Bulls, you know. And definitely I was right. The ball club is a good organization now since they moved on from the guard pack situation, imagine that. For real Bulls fans out there you know what I'm talking about. You know, we got new GM. You know, Billy Donovan, one of the best coaches in all facets of basketball, two-time national champion down at Florida. You already know with Billy, Billy the kid. I watched this guy play at Providence as a youngin myself. Took him to the final four. And so, Jamal, man, he's definitely been having a great season. He's brought the mid mid-range game back. The mid-game range game is now back sexy again, man. The real hoopers know that area of the floor, man, can be exploited in today's game, man. He's definitely been putting in work. We'll see how the Bulls do for the rest of the season, man. I got high hopes. We're trying to lock in at least a top two seed, man, but we'll see how that goes. So that's my look, man, on the MVP race, man. Once again, I said this thing is fluid. So we'll see how it irons out at the end. Man, once again, I want to thank everybody for listening. We on 5 Sports Podcast. on Five sports podcast the NBA is going into the final stretch of the season we got past the all star break teams are jockeying for position in the playoffs and you know I had to break down the MVP race in the NBA right now as we stand right now and you know the race has been fluid man each and every week I swear it feels like it's another player that's at the top or the favorite for the MVP of the league. And it's been straight back and forth like tennis, man, for the award. As to me, we got three standouts. Three standouts. And so no disrespect to Nikolai Jokic for the Denver Nuggets. One of my favorite players in the league. I'm a huge, huge fan of Jokic, man. I just think he put in work every single night. Definitely one of the best passing centers I've never seen. I mean, it just fills up a stat sheet, man. And he got Denver in contention, man. They've been having some big-time injuries, man, to Murray, as well as uh, Michael Porter Jr. So, definitely... Didn't make quite the cut, man, but he in my top five, man, Jokic. And then, I have Luka Magic, Luka Doncic from the Dallas Mavericks. I mean, this guy's been lighting it up ever since the Prazingis trade. He's been lighting it up for Dallas. Dallas is one of the nice teams to watch in the NBA, man, if you haven't checked them out. They play good defense. They got a versatile ball club. You know, the the trade with Zingers, they brought in some players, some different players, man. And, you know, it's a situation where, man, they're keeping it moving right now. Shout out to Jason Kidd and company, man. And Spencer Dembody came in since the trade had been putting in work. So, nice little situation for them down in Dallas. We'll see how they do for the rest of the season. But it's three at the top, man. And these three guys, man, first we got the big man in Philly, man. You know, Philly has had a history of good big men, man, from Moses Malone to Will Chamberlain, man. They've had some good big men. Shout out to the Kemba Mutombo. And Joel Embiid is the new version, man, and this guy's been putting in work, straight work. Before the Harden trade, after the Harden trade, I mean... Embiid right now, man, averaging 29, 11, and four assists. I mean, at the top of one of the league leaders leading the league in scoring. I mean, big man averaging 30, man. This is a big guy that a lot of traditional, you know, basketball heads out here, man, been waiting on the big man to just come through and put in work. And he's on pace to win a scoring championship, man, the first time since Shaquille O'Neal in 2000. Come on, man. 22 years, man, since the senator led the league in scoring, man. Come on, man. Definitely the game has changed. My number two position, man, I got. And this was a toughie. But I'm going to go with Ja Morant. And it's not a toughie because of Ja Morant. It's a toughie because of the third gentleman on this list. But Ja Morant, man, been putting in work this year, man. Memphis got top three record in the NBA overall, man. Shout out to the uh, Taylor Jenkins, man, the head coach of the Memphis Grizzlies. This guy does not get enough credit for how he coaches his ball club, man. I mean, these guys, man, are versatile, young, athletic, and hungry all at the same time. John Abington pretty much about right under 28 a game, man. Five boards, six assists a night. And a lot of people just forgot about young Dylan Brooks. Led the team in field goal attempts before he got injured, man. So hopefully he'll be back. Actually, uh, for the playoffs for them, definitely think they gonna need him. Try to get into where they want to get to in the Western Conference. And this third gentleman, fresh off the record-breaking, Wilt well, record-breaking, thirty points a pop, thirty-five man, and what seven, eight consecutive games, man. Mr. DeMar DeRozan for the Chicago Bulls. Yeah, I'm going to put it out there. Definitely my Chicago Bulls. Averaging 28, a clip, five Bulls, five assists. Bulls, man, been a big surprise for a lot of people across the NBA. But you heard it on this podcast first. I was very high on the Bulls, you know. And definitely I was right. Ball club good organization now since they moved on from the guard pack situation imagine that real bulls fans out there know what i'm talking about you know we got new gm you know billy donovan one of the best coaches in all facets of basketball two-time national champion down at florida you already know with billy billy the kid i watched this guy play at providence as a youngin myself took him to the final four and so Jamal, man, he's definitely been having a great season. He's brought the mid-range game back. The mid-game range game is now back sexy again, man. The real hoopers know that area of the floor, man, can be exploited in today's game, man. He's definitely been putting in work. We'll see how the Bulls do for the rest of the season, man. I got high hopes We're trying to lock in at least the top two seed, man. But we'll see how that goes. So that's my look, man, on the MVP race, man. Once again, I said this thing is fluid. So we'll see how it irons out at the end. Man, once again, I want to thank everybody for listening. We on 5 Sports Podcast. Sports Podcast. Man, first of all, thank everybody for listening. We got episode number 33 in the books. In this episode, we talked about the Lakers hidden skid row. Also, too, we got into the Major League Baseball uh current lockout as uh appears that the first series, first couple of series in Major League Baseball has definitely been canceled. Rob Manfred and the players. They got a lot of explaining to do, Lucy. So we got into that. Also, too, we got into just the situation with a couple players coming back. Markel folks of the Orlando Magic, as all you guys may know, is the former first pick overall from the Philadelphia 76ers, had mirror of injuries, and has finally bounced back off the recent injury, which was the ACL, man. So I want to welcome him back. Also, too, appears Michael Porter Jr. is coming back soon into the fold. We also, too, on the injury front, got uh, Kevin Durant came back from the Brooklyn Nets. Uh, so definitely some good basketball players, man, hitting the court. And to me, that's the most important thing, especially in the NBA, man, coming down the stretch into the NBA playoffs. So, man, once again, I want to thank everybody for listening. We definitely appreciate the feedback as well as we appreciate your yeah, healthy ears, and I want everybody to be safe. Once again, We On Fire Sports Podcast.